Welcome to the New Testament Fellowship Podcast. The Kingdom of Heaven series is focused on helping you grow in faith and also live out the realities of the Kingdom of God here on earth. I hope you enjoy the message. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for you giving us all things in your Son. Thank you for the Spirit of God that guides us in the Son. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for a wonderful family. Thank you for your body all across the world. Thank you for your body here represented. Thank you for your word that is settled in heaven. Lord, even as we glimpse from your word this evening, our prize that our hearts will be renewed, our faith will be strengthened. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Good evening, everyone. It feels like it's been ages. It feels like it's been ages. Um... All right, so we'll just hit the road. Um, okay. All right. How's everyone now? Okay, so we're... Today we're speaking about... What's the topic today? Manifesting, right? When you hear manifesting, sometimes... I think the, the topic today is a little, I don't want to say it's a little misleading because <laughs> you might think that we're talking about how to manifest. Can you please help us come up from under the table or? All right, no problem. No problem. So let's open to Matthew 12. Matthew 12. Um, I think the prayers that were prayed were so in line with what I'm really going to share. I hope the Lord laid on our hearts this evening. We've spoken about manifesting the kingdom, and we've spoken about manifesting the kingdom in different ways, right? From since we've been looking at the book of Matthew. So what are some of the ways we've mentioned? Preaching. Because when Jesus came, he proclaimed repent for the kingdom of god or the kingdom of heaven is at hand right what's another thing we mentioned teaching right so he, not only did he proclaim the kingdom what what it means to proclaim is to is to announce is to declare it is to declare an entrance but beyond the declaration he now started to explain right so teaching, because teaching is to explain that kingdom. When you hear teaching, what happens to you? It gives you pictures. It's vivid. So if they tell you who is a doctor, they tell you a doctor is a person that takes care of patients. You're like, okay, that's preaching. And then I start telling you that, you know, a doctor is very detailed in what they do. A doctor is very meticulous with the way they do this and that. A doctor is usually very timely. A doctor is very careful. Now, as I'm saying all of these things, it's painting a picture, right? Of a person, of a doctor. So it's, it's making it come closer. So teaching does that job in bringing us nearer the kingdom. Because it said the kingdom is at hand. But with teaching, so it starts to teach us what, it, what it's like to live in the kingdom. What it's like to live in the kingdom. 
So another thing we mentioned was after teaching was what? Preaching. No, no, we've already mentioned preaching, teaching, healing, right? So he's now saying that this kingdom, the manifestation of this kingdom is for the enjoyment of the people to whom the kingdom has come upon. So if you go into a country named, you know, name of a country. Burundi, <laughs> Nigeria. No, no, let's look for another country. Sir? Huh? Okay. Belgium. I don't know anything about this country you're mentioning. So. Germany. Okay, let's say Germany. I don't know much, but Germany, they make cars there, right? Fantastic. So imagine you, you hear about Germany. And once you get into Germany, uh, because of how the German government is so vast in the way that they train. <laughs> Imagine it will take you two years to learn how to make cars. So you know that when you get there, you'll be empowered, right? And you will learn, you finally learn how to make cars once you get into Germany and you spend at least two years. The glory of the kingdom is its ability to give out gifts. Because every king what makes a king great is the king's benevolence. So a king is great because he's able to take care. He's able to take care of the people in his jurisdiction, right? In a way that is so wonderful, such that people can live one kingdom. You know, like what they call, how can I call this with proper English? Japa. You know? <laughs> you know, so when people japa from one kingdom of Nigeria to another kingdom, you know, is because they perceive that there are more opportunities, right? In that other kingdom. So, they're like, in this other kingdom, they're more reasonable. They care about the human being. They care about what I need, all of that. So, I'll be taken care of more in this place, right? So, because of that, um, some might decide to sidestep from this place that we are at right now. <laughs> so, missionary <laughs> journeys, right? I don't know, perhaps that one is in the realm of the spirit, so because it's the spirit that sends, right? It's the spirit that told Philip, go to Gaza. Or you mean okay. This is overindulgent. So I think you get the gist. So healing is a way for the people there to actually enjoy the kingdom. So the kingdom is for our enjoyment. Luke twelve thirty two says let's see what it says. So God's glory and God's will is for the betterment of our lives. He says, fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you. It is the Father's good pleasure. So the Father receives pleasure in giving. So he's a king. So he enjoys to give. For God so loved the world. When we know God as giver, as source, that is the true knowledge of God. That's knowing him as father. He's the source. That's all I'm speaking about today. That he's the source and he's the end. And he will give you peace. At the end of today, you're going to be full of so much peace that you actually you wonder why you're worried about certain things. But it's not going to be a piece of the flesh. 
It is a peace that is very sobering at the same time. So he says, fear not. It is the Father's good pleasure, right? To give us the kingdom. So part of the kingdom that he's giving us is the healing of our bodies. Because in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is the kingdom of perfection. So healing is the correcting of imperfection, right? Another thing we mentioned, apart from healing, in manifesting the kingdom is what? Deliverance. Do I need to write them down? Hmm? Okay. I like the sharp. Yes, please. Preach, teach, heal, right? Deliver. Now, he recognizes that the Bible said that from the beginning, it was not so. A farmer came, planted vineyard, right? And he went away. And the enemy came to sow tears. And it is while men slept, while the people that are to be tending the garden sleep, the enemy. So, because there's an enemy, there are interferences to how things should be normally. And because of that, there is a need to snatch the things back from the enemy and to chase the enemy. So to deliver is to either take something back from an illegal master. Because by right, the enemy has no place to possess what he didn't create. So anytime he does that, or he influences human beings or activities, God, God's kingdom is manifested in the deliverance of people and activities from the hand of the enemy. So deliverance is also intrinsic because there's an enemy. Paul says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, right? And this is real. It's real. So, not only do our bodies need to be healed, in many situations, we need to resist the enemy. We need to cast out the enemy. We need to be delivered. In our growth, in, tr in transformation, some things need to be cast out. Some other things need to be grown out of. Which one did I say? Okay. Okay. What was the other one I mentioned? Okay. So tell us. Okay, you can. Okay, they can hear. All right. When you deliver something, oh, okay, that's that's English of deliverance. That's not. No, that that one. No, that one is what teaching does. I get what you're saying. What you're saying is the English meaning of deliverance. But we're just talking based on. What you're meaning is we are delivered into, into God now, something like that. And that's what teaching does. Mm. 
Teaching helps the mind to perceive. Understanding brings us into God. Right? This is still giving introduction. So thank you for that. What other way do we manifest the kingdom? Hmm? Discipleship. Fantastic. We really we've enjoyed this discipleship. So, because in the kingdom of heaven, there's it's a kingdom. Tell your neighbor a kingdom. Let that dump. It's a domain, right? It's a reign. So, because and there are many persons, a kingdom suggests a government, right? And a government suggests delegated authority and power. A gov- government suggests a governor and other ruling council, right? So if you say the government or the government, if you say the government of a place is because it's not only one person, right? So because there is a ruling council, the word that we see here in the Bible is discipleship. Is discipleship. So a disciple is the follower of of a master, right? In this case, Jesus Christ. And so, because these disciples, they need to learn how to walk in his way, right? So that as it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. Which other way do we manifest the kingdom? Given. Given is a way under teaching. Giving. Receiving. Receiving. Loving. Forgiving. Eh? Obedience. That was Matthew 7. Fantastic. Obedience. Mm-hmm. Enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Serving. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. That's our topic for today. But do don't worry, we'll get we'll get to this up in bit. So you remember when it was teaching? Under this teaching, just remember Matthew 5 to 7. In 6, it says, Don't practice your righteousness before me, right? So that they can heal you. But then you would have had your own reward. But it's, it talks about the first thing he mentioned is giving. Because giving is a big deal, right? Because in the kingdom, giving, the higher we go, the lower we go, the higher we go. It's a kingdom of service. The son of man didn't come to the serve but the serve, right? This thing I've said is the thing we're going to say today and it is something that must enter our hearts. It can enter our minds but it's my prayer that it will enter our heart. That's my own personal prayer for God to help me to see you know, what that really is and continue to work in that. So, we mentioned many things on that because what you're teaching is the ways of the kingdom. When you say I'll give you the keys of the kingdom, the ways you know, a kin- kingdom. There's a way that I should interact with Musola. I shouldn't punch Musola, but Musola can punch me because I'm I'm stronger than bodily, right? But you get the gist. I'm just talking about something different. So there's a way that relationships work. The different kinds of relationships in the kingdom. There's a way that work working together works in the kingdom. There's a way that does all these things. The giving, the praying, all of all these things. These are ways of the kingdom, right? And that's why in teaching, 
we must take teaching seriously. We must take the word. Because the way to engage the kingdom is by faith. Right? And this faith is upon the word of God. The ways. That means I must walk in the ways. So for me to walk in prayer, I must walk by the Spirit. I'm just coming here to explain a little bit just so that we get what the point is. Do you know why? Sometimes I want to pray and I realize that it's only me there. Something to you will tell you. Then, then who are you praying? You think it's your mind. It's the enemy. So how are you sure it's hearing you? What if you are praying wrong? Now, every, everything you're struggling with that, sometimes you're just like, huh? you just not pray. But the more, every time that comes, to says, a scripture will pop up. He's hearing me. When the enemy says one, he will say, he said, if I seek him, I'll find him. He said, I should pray always. He should. So by the time that is going on, what's happening is that you have to, we have to rely on the Spirit to finally pray. When we don't pray, it's because we are relying on ourselves. When we don't give, we're relying on ourselves. Like if I give this one now, I didn't even know where this one came from. If I go and give this one. So it's only when you see that there's abundance in God that you can give. Only when I'm filled with the fact that he gave me so much. I'm like, you know what? This is something small. It even looks like I don't have anything in my account now, but that's physical accounts. In the heavenly accounts, it's unlimited. So without relying on the Spirit, we're unable to... If you notice, the principle of preaching is what? It's faith. The teaching, the principle that's going on there is understanding. But the understanding is to deepen the faith. Faith being, when you're preaching something, preaching is that I'm telling, so if you see someone that is not saved, you can tell the person, there's forgiveness of sins for you. He has died for you. You're telling, you're not telling the person anything from them. You're proclaiming something else. It's because you believe that reality, you're proclaiming it upon this present reality. If you preach to your body, to say, body, be strengthened. It is because you know the strength. You can tell somebody, they say, why are you, you are just talking. But we know that there's real, once there's reality to it, that there's strength. He says, if the spirit that raised him from the dead, those of you, you can quicken your mother, quicken. So you know, okay, there's such a thing as quickening of the mortal body. Mortal, not spiritual, mortal. So when he's tired, when he's sick or whatever, you know what? There's such a thing. So you declare it to it, right? That's still part of with faith. Now, understanding is that when we understand, it helps us to walk in faith. Because on the, that's, am I walk in faith in, in giving? Walk in faith in praying? I reach the area of forgiveness. Because I don't have the word of God on forgiveness, I will find it hard to forgive. I will even use muscle to forgive. I won't tell them sorry. And after I say sorry, I'm still peace. But by the time the word of God in my heart on forgiveness, I have an understanding. It's not just that I can quote the scriptures. I have an understanding. I see if I, for, for instance, when you have an understanding of forgiveness, that when you don't forgive, we are the ones in the jail. When it dawns on us, you now wonder, it's not even smart for me to put myself in jail because of somebody. So, I like it, I don't like you, I forgive you. Because I'm not going to spend time in jail. I'm not going to keep my prayers from being answered. Because, so, why I'm saying that is, 
like we should like each other. Nothing. But I just mean some understanding sometimes is not emotional. That's understanding is understanding. I don't know if you get what I mean. When you arrive at an understanding, is that's the understanding. I understand if I put my hand into the fire, I'll be burnt. I eh, I understand. I don't know if you get what I mean. <laughs> I can be playing with fire. But you know, now <laughs> maybe I need more understanding on Maybe that bond I can think is only the external. Or maybe you think it's only here. Maybe imagine if here is bond. It's affect here. Someone else that they don't know that just thinks it will affect only here. I think it's playing small. Let me see how. Let me see how much it was born. Ooh. It didn't born well. It might be maybe after 20 years after I realized that that thing affected something in the brain. But imagine the person knew, had in-depth understanding that one bond affects the brain. Ah. When it says fire. So, there's a sense in which understanding deepens us so that we can walk in faith. We mentioned discipleship. What what other thing did we mention about manifesting the kingdom? Okay, I don't know if this is where we stopped. But I didn't mention some. There's judgment. Judgment. Did I mention that? There's judgment and then there's decree. Judgment. When we make judgment, let's leave it. Another day we'll talk about it because of time. And then, so these are different ways we manifest. There's a way that someone will judge a situation. For instance, in what what is holding our justice system? The judgments, right? The laws and the judgments. Right? Because the judges will use the laws to arrive at a reasonable judgment, right? So when a case is brought, if it is a good judge, from the judgment, for instance, the case that was just recently judged, people are happy, right? Because of the judgment. There's peace. There's When a good judgment happens, Sometimes you want to speak to someone and someone just tell you, this is not a good situation. You say, you are you. You didn't do well. Just that judgment is manifesting the kingdom. And a wrong judgment. Sometimes you haven't really listened. You just take sides because of sentimentalism, right? Once you just take sides, that's bad judgment. So it is also part of manifesting. So for us, when it says in 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians 6, don't you know that you will judge angels? So, meaning that the standard of our, because part of understanding, do you know the depth, what depth of understanding does? It gives us refined judgment. When you say someone is, when you even say someone is royal, or classy, or whatever, or skillful. You are talking about their judgment. They are able to, if someone is skillful, in different situations, by reason of use, they are able to discern. They are able to say, okay, in this situation, don't go this way. Let's go this way. That's skill. Something to train. Understanding gives us judgment. Gives us sound judgment. That's sound mind. It's very important. So you would see that 
Sometimes you read the room, you will not utter what came to your mind because you know that's the wrong time. Some other times, if you don't utter it then, you lose the opportunity. So, that is why the Bible always speaks about at that hour, the Holy Spirit will tell you what to speak because He has all the details. He makes the right judgments. We trust Him and we walk with Him. Decree is a bold declaration as a representative from another kingdom. It's also a way to manifest the kingdom. You know what? The enemy can come to say, oh, you, you are not even manifesting the kingdom. <laughs> because we already have the popular things we have in our heads. If I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing this, it's impossible for you to be a child of God and not manifest the kingdom. However, we grow. We grow. As we grow in faith, in understanding, in grace, we grow in manifesting. Sometimes you might not even know that it's in scripture. You just see that you change mode. You were like this, but now you might not even know that it's transformation until you read it in scripture. You're not saying, hey, I knew that I was I knew that there was an issue here that I was not comfortable with this thing. So, but we're not talking about any of this today. Um, one other way. So we looked at Matthew one to like one to twelve. Thirteen speaks about the different parables. Um, we're taking a break. A retreat. We're going to be neck deep in the book of Revelation. So everyone, try to be there if you can. Try to be there. Um, but today, Jesus. Just to segue into today's teaching, Jesus. How did he manifest the New Testament kingdom? If Jesus preached, and that's all he did, would that, would that have been sufficient? If Jesus taught, would that have been sufficient? It taught them deep revelation. Taught them, would that have been sufficient? If Jesus healed, many people healed, would that have been sufficient? If Jesus delivered people, would that have been sufficient? If Jesus, what else? Disciple many people, would that have been sufficient? If Jesus judged many situations, they brought a situation to him, condemned this woman. Jesus said, if you are without the first one, or with the first, what did he say, the first one? Without sin. Mm-hmm. Cast the first stone. Can you be that kind of judgment? Ah, Jesus. But they ran away. Now, if he did all of this, would he have been saved? Why? Why would he have been Jesus is God. Why? No, if he did all of this and he stopped there, would that have been sufficient? Hmm? One, one by one, one by one, one by one, one by one. Wait, we're still at it. One by one. The que- do you understand the question? If he did all of this, and this is all he did, with his coming to manifest the kingdom, the New Testament kingdom, would it have been sufficient? <laughs> he had to die, right? Fantastic. Now, fantastic. I don't want you to ever forget that that is the heart of it. This is not a. Re- this this is not a. Devised. I'm not trying to share something new. This is not new. 
this is not a concept. You have to strike at the heart of why did he come? Everything he was doing was a prelude to that. In fact, in the principle, all these other things, the working principle under it was the dying to self. That's, that's even the working principle, all leading to finally him manifesting that. So, and he died with joy. He died for others to the glory of the Father with joy. He wasn't murmuring. If he was murmuring, how can we walk? You can't tell us not to murmur now when we're going through situations. So at the heart of manifesting the New Testament kingdom, why I'm saying the New Testament kingdom is that in the Old Testament, many things were done. Was there preaching in the Old Testament? Was there teaching in the Old Testament? Was there healing in the Old Testament? Was there deliverance in the Old Testament? Was there discipleship in the Old Testament? Was there judgment in the Old Testament? Yeah. Strong judgment, have you? Were there decrees in the Old Testament? Was there dying for sins in the Old Testament? No. Was there a man dying for sins in the Old Testament? So, we must never forget. That's, that's the heart of it. It is that when Jesus came, if he had done everything he did, and he didn't die, and wasn't raised, he would have done fantastic, but we would not need we will not be able to personally participate in what he did. Because it is in that death we were baptized into that death. So, it's a case of someone preparing a fantastic meal and haven't prepared the meal, but totally unable to. So we're there, smelling it, perceiving it. He's almost ready. He's almost here. He came. The meal is done. Then, so, would we have known something? Of course, we knew that meal was prepared. How does it taste? Will we have experiential knowledge of that? No! So, to manifest the kingdom, because sometimes, when we think about manifesting the kingdom, sometimes you might think of going up. Abby? Meanwhile, the ultimate way to manifest the kingdom is what? It's not just the dying to I'm talking about loving it now and enjoying it. That's what I'm talking about now. Because the first, see, we want fame. We want name. We want glory. We want rain. Eh? Rave. Money. Control. Beauty. Power. Now, to us, that's fantastic, right? That's the problem. That's the problem. Now, when you talk like this, you, they, they will come at you. But that's the problem. See, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> it's the heart of the problem. You know why? Now, we're talking about spiritual things 
and God himself. Because I can use spiritual things to arrive at faith. I can use spiritual things. Spiritual things. For instance, we're talking about prayer now. I can pray, pray, pray so that I can tell you. I pray for 10 hours. No. Yeah, that is, that's just what I'm talking about. Now, you'll be amazed that, you'll be amazed that, while I'm praying that prayer, I'm looking at the time. Now, you'll be amazed at how much my telling Busola will motivate me to pray for that 10 hours. See, you'll be shocked at what can motivate the human pride. Hey, God. Maybe I, I want me and Busola to do a business. And I know Busola likes prayer, so I've connected it. That if I clock in this, at least I'm not lying. So I'm being honest to God now. So, so when Lara was praying spiritual pride, so apt. Because once I do that now, I say, I'll, and I will not say like I, I will let it flow. I'm gonna even tell her for till six months, so that anything to still make to deceive my heart. I I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, because the heart is very interesting. Only the New Testament kills the heart. Only Jesus. This is why we're talking about the kingdom. We can't manifest it without him being in our hearts by what he has done. I can won't blow it. What stresses us the most is that thing that we want. So when we're not getting it, we're stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was like, you know, I told you, you'll be happy at the end. I'm happy. If it was one person that was here, this is this exactly how I would change this Bible because, like, I see, you'll be happy, but you'll be happy in spirit. And that is true happiness. Guess what? God, when we're there, God will now say, take, take all the pain. But you say, no, 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 God, I, I understand that this is the problem. To your own glory. When he says, take all the pain, he says, thank you, sir. It is your pain. Take the name. Oh, so kind. It's your name. <laughs> take the money. It's your money. Take the accolades. Take the degree. I'll carry the whole Canada and give you. He says, God, it's your... You say, you say, provision does not come from country. It comes from God. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it. But when we come to practice, some can say, I beg, let's be real. But by the time, truly, we can get to the place, this is really where we're going in the whole, we've never even read the text. Or I couldn't even remember that. I can't be bothered. But the point is, God needs to help us. Because you'll be at, this, this is the bondage. Freedom. Fruit bearing. This is fruit bearing. Because God wants to manifest himself. We are called to manifest not just the things of God, but God. So, that's the difference of what we're speaking about. And this is not just semantics. Not just, like I said, we're not trying to preach anything new. We don't really care about that. No. It says, the things of God. And God. Let's check Romans 1, 21. Romans one twenty one. Romans one twenty one. The Bible there says, "Are we on the same page?" Yes. Sir. If you're on the same page, say, 
<laughs> I don't even know where I learned this thing from. Help me go down. Um, they worship the creator things more than the creator. What verse is that? 26. Okay, Tara, this is your, this is your chapter. Mm. Right. It says because they exchange the truth, right? Hmm? You know, there was, there's a time in the Christian world that you want to learn new scriptures. When he says, ah, I've not seen that one before. Ah, let me know that one. Let me know that one. Let me know. Abby? Then, when you've noted them, they will, you know, I'm not saying it must follow this order. There's a time you'll be interested in how they connect. You understand? The old testament. Is that that thing they quoted in someone? That's it. Oh. And it's good because what you're enjoying now is prophecy. But you're not, you not getting to the point where you're asking, okay. And they quoted it in someone. They quoted it in, in the gospel. They quoted it in the epistle. Mm, okay, okay. What does it now mean? That's what. Okay. What does it now mean? Now, how am I supposed to work in that? So, as we're reading this thing, I want you to really let's look for what he's saying, because they exchange the truth about God. What is that truth that they exchange about God for a lie? And worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie. So what is the truth? What is that truth they exchanged? What is the lie? As I understand it, the truth is that God is the source of all things. That there's really, really nothing apart from him. That what makes that thing that thing is his sustaining power in that thing. That truth is him and the expression of and how he expresses himself through things, through different things. So by the time we focus, you know, evil sounds like it's far, evil. But who is the arc evil? Satan, right? Who made him? God. God made the angel, Lucifer, right? So what evil really is, is just treasuring the gift over the giver. Is that So if I care about my external manifesting more than God, that's it. That's it. That's it. Evil is along those lines. Let me put it that way. So we find out that even putting the things of God, that's why we, that's why there's flesh preaching and preach in the flesh. Because preaching is the thing of God. Preaching is the word, the thing of God, right? But healing is the things of God. Why is it, why is it possible to heal in the flesh? 
is to use the gift and it's legit. But my intention was for my own glory. If we don't see this, we will see when Jesus said, we did all these things. And he says, I don't know you. You're walking iniquity. It looked like Jesus was harsh. But it was all for themselves. At least for those guys. So the unique thing about the New Testament is that in the Old Testament, they saw miracles, but they still did not know. They saw Red Sea parts. And the truth is, for us, you usually we think if we see enough things, we will finally calm down. We will not calm down. It doesn't help us. We won't. We think if you, by the time I understand plenty of doctrine, I'll finally. It's not a mental head understanding as much as treasuring person. It says this is eternal life to know him. It is in this that all this flows. It, you, you're not trying to, it's flowing. And the enemy, the lie is to always put it the opposite way. So we think that if I can only work for God, if I do enough prayer so that we always put it like this, let me just say that. We don't always do that because we're saved and we're walking by the Spirit. But you get what I mean. I'm talking about natural man. And so, in it says here, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Let's go down and see what happened. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable. So, Truth, the truth, the truth is that God, man, was created. Now, man sounds big. It, in fact, tell your neighbor, you, call their name, say you were created to manifest God. Still tell your neighbor, you are created. Hey, you still look after. <laughs> yes, after. You know, you know, Tari, we'll get to it all. We're created to manifest God, not just the things of God. And to manifest God, oh, I must get out of the way. That's, no, I can't use sacrifice to trade obedience. That's, oh, I can't say, God, God say, okay, give me this pen. I can't say, God, I'll give you 100 pence. Me, am I not a pencil maker? Oh God, I'll give you, I'll give you the best pencil. God said, no, I want the top of this. It's not about. I just want the top of this. I don't. God said, I don't want pencil. I said, God, no, pencil is more expensive. Pencil is nicer. Pencil costs me more. I'll give you pencil, a thousand pencils. God said, no, I want the top of this thing. Sorry, sorry. I just want this, right? Now, really, it's not really this God wants, it's our heart. Because you know where the heart is existing. Hey, what does God, God created everything. You can even give me the heart and I can give you a thousand of this one. But the issue is our hearts. 
And it's because sometimes I say, God, I, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. God will say, spend time with me. God says, okay. Enjoy what I've done for you. He said, no, I want to do something for you. God said, learn what I've done. That's, it pleases him to do for us more than we do for him. I, I, it pleases him to do for us. I, you understand, Abby? He is pleased when we receive what he has done for us. God is okay, please me by believing me. Say, God, no, no. If I don't manifest now, I'm getting old. But Jesus didn't just come to manifest things. He didn't come to preach better than, 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 than John the Baptist. To teach better than who even taught in the Old Testament. He didn't come to do those things better, even though he did them better, flawlessly. But he came to die. He came to do what they... What does it mean to die? To manifest God. That's on the cross. You could see nobody else in Jesus but God. You can see Jesus. But by looking at Jesus, it's God. Hearing is the love of God manifested. That is being sent to something It is the height of everything. Hearing is the Father manifested. That is Son. In fact, John puts it this way. He said that for the Word became flesh. Let's check John 1.14. For the Word, for the Word, the Word was manifest. So for each and every one of us now, we are a manifestation of the Word, right? But we're, we're a manifestation of God. That's our main job is not just to manifest the things of God. It's to manifest God. That's all I came here to say. It's to manifest God. Is a higher, is, is a higher, is the, is a more accurate point. In the process, many things will happen. As a matter of fact, if you want fruit, you don't chase fruit. You chase the roots. If you really want the things of God, you don't chase the things of God. Notice it's not semantics at all. There's a huge difference. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This became flesh. He came down, right? It's not easy sometimes to come down. Humble ourselves. You see, God, with my with my understanding now, this is what I deserve. Because I need. But this is where I put it. You say, God, now you are not judging this thing, God. And I will complain my complaint through everything around me. Find I don't know if you got it. Fine. If someone can even talk to me, I say, see. Equals, don't mind that. Equals are not so many things. She just said, nice outfit. I just say, see, forget to. It's just because you saw me today. If you, if you saw me yesterday, you'll see that yesterday, we're already boasting in the flesh. If you see the outfit I wore yesterday, hmm, because you won't saw me today. Uh, today, I didn't even dress. So, you find out that our boasting in the flesh is plenty. Hey! Sometimes, there are some that is coming out of my mouth. I can see it. I say, hey! This is boasting in the flesh. Hey! Someone else can try to impress and boast in the flesh. 
Turn that you don't have to laugh. You have to turn that you have to fake laugh. Because the more we grow, the more God is dealing with you. You can identify flesh. But if we ourselves have not been dealt with, we will not be able to identify flesh. So that's why anyone, if you're not born again, you can't see the kingdom. So you yourself, you have to, they have to have removed the scale from my eye before I can see the log on somebody else's eye, right? And the word came, became flesh, and dwelt among us. That dwelling among, think about it, the whole God, and he's talking, and they're not. Hey, 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 it is some of us. We like, we don't go to a city. They will all sleep for three months. When they wake up, they wake up in another generation. And I said, when they wake up, I say, I told you. Next time, Metono, you listen. So he says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. So revelation flows from what? For other people to have revelation, it flows from we. And hearing is the love of God manifest. Where is that coming from? Abi? Revelation. Revel. Revelation. I didn't put relation. It is as the glory, the glo- up, the true up is down. That's all I'm trying. The glory, the glory, the glory, the glory. Do you know what I call it? Glory. The glow, the glory. Okay, yeah, yeah, checking the. Okay, I'll do your fine side. <laughs> the glory. God is very gracious. That means, what does it mean to be gracious? It means to work for the lowly. Mm. Grace. Grace is God working for those who cannot work for themselves, right? Two conditions of grace. Grace must come from a higher person, right? Grace. Then grace necessarily has to be someone who is unable to do it. While he died for the ungodly. That's the scripture I'm speaking from. He didn't just die for, scarcely would any man die for the righteous man, right? God commended his love that while we're yet, when you're a business person, you're thinking about serving, because it's the same principle across board. You're thinking about serving people with a product. You will not think of people that already would like the product. You are trying to make the program such a way that you sell to someone that will naturally not like the program. So you make the program for someone who will not even like it. So when they say they can like it, uh, so it is that you are, you are actually going to the other end. And that going to the other end is the transformation. Because normally I'm like this. God is not telling me, let me now become like this. I'm like, normally I'm a quiet, I, I don't like this. God has start calling me. But I don't, as in, because when I come, when they say, hello, I'm like, hey, God, see now. I'm already disturbing them. I don't, I like minding my baby. Who, who is like that? Who likes minding their business? But who is finding a tough time minding their business? He would, now. Someone will tell you, are you now? You're, you're a people's person. You will now smile. If only you knew. But that's to show now that it's not me again now. It's now Christ. So, me and Christ knows that. Me and him know that I'm not a good person. But me and him can know that it's him 
that is a people's person. But now, I'm now being conformed to his image, right? So he says here that, and have seen his glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. What does that mean? The father is very gracious. The father is the truth. That's the father. And the son revealed the father. That means the son did himself in a way that is just the father. That means Jesus came to manifest. Help me check John 17. Jesus came to manifest. Tyree, we'll get to that with then Gerard, we'll get to your questions. I'm just saying it's just so that our minds are. In John 17, look at what Jesus said here. Everything Jesus said here. Hello, have I lost you? <laughs> I I always love your answer, your sincerity. Where where can where can we find you? Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Now, Jesus is praying. And Jesus, watch this. Everything Jesus said, we're just going to speed through. And most of what Jesus said was Jesus. Was Jesus showing that everything is from the Father. See. That everything. See. When you get to the point where everything is from the Father. Eh? Your heart. You'll be in constant rest. So you're going be cutting your leg now. You know that this leg can only cut it into the Father's presence. <laughs> yes, now. As in, what I, even death. You're not afraid of death now. Because if you die in him, it's gain. I'm not just saying this because Sometimes we need to get there. Not sometimes, every time. So that, sometimes God can say, go and give life. But for, for you to go and give life, you have to overcome death. God can say, cross from here to here. There's, there's, a, there's, a, million, there's a billion dollars when you cross this rope between two story buildings. As soon as you cross it. But before you cross that crossing, you have to say, okay, you know what? If I perish, <laughs> I perish, right? You have to see that it's either I get it in this life or I get it in the life to come. There's no loss for us. The apparent loss is gain. All things work together for good. Alone. Alone. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. You know the hour. What was the hour? Death. It was as it was going, I mean, glorify, the hour has come. Imagine that when they bring problem, when a difficult person comes, you say, ah, father, the hour has come. The thing you trained me for, eh? <laughs> it's a new revelation. <laughs> see, see, you know something I say? Me, I want to do everything. I want to avoid pain. I want to avoid shame. I want to avoid rejection. I want to avoid. Let them not talk about me. Forget me. I don't. If I. <laughs> I don't like my name among. Oh. Your name is just the center. You know? Because God is committed to pulling out that pride. 
pride and loss, right? He says in the world, loss of eyes, right? Sometimes you just want to be in a place where you can see. You know, when you think of, you can think about Bible study and think about another concept. That just like in the concert, that you see dress, you see people dressing, see some celebrities, see some old Abby. Yeah. Bible study just come, the lights are even dim, you might even be hot. They are looking at black screen. I beg, something to like. You say I beg, I can read the Bible after Abby. You create a theology that can say I beg. Let me, you understand? I need soul upliftment. Something to just make our eyes. Loss of the eyes. It's a big deal. That's why if you serve food, if you just arrange it, I'll be sure it says plating. Now, notice, I'm not talking about the excellence on the government side. I'm talking about the lost side. What is the difference between excellence and lost? Is when God is no more the center. You can arrange the plates as unto the Lord. And it can be very excellent. And that's fantastic. That's government. That's kingdom. But if you arrange it so that they can know, then the one that can arrange it best. So it's not about the arrangement. If I arrange it so that when Tolani comes in, Tolani will meet. Which one? Oh, unto God. Oh, yeah. I said it would do something excellently as unto the Lord. So if you get a pattern in heaven, and you know that, for instance, when God was going to, when Moses was going to build a kingdom here, God told him according to pattern. God gave him exact pattern. That means he didn't want any loss as the kingdom is in heaven, right? As, as the temple. Now, giving him pattern was one thing. He now also anointed men. There's a little, right? So that they would build according to pattern. You know, Moses could have said, God, you give me the pattern now. I'm the leader. And Abby, let me get some guys, you know, people from my own. It still has to depend on God. That's why even in ministry, you have to trust God to send people. Because it's still him that knows the people more than we, we can know. Right? And when he appointed those people to do the work, they were able to do the work in such a way that there would be no loss. Of Loss means loss of God's glory. And notice that God just, just doesn't want to have glory by himself. He wants to have that glory through us. So that the world will see his glory through us. So he, he himself, he already has glory. That's why Jesus here is talking about glorify your son now. That your son may glorify you. The son already had glory since. But he came so that he will be glorified as man. So father, the hour has come. So imagine that everything we're afraid of. For instance, someone is afraid. Ah, and I get tired today. But when you're tired, then you're strong. So we're not thinking of the problem. We're thinking of the solution that is too much. Then the fear is no more there. <laughs> you are laughing. The fear is no more there because you know that you can be at peace finally. That's the New Testament kingdom. Anyone we're doing, if it's just manifesting the things of God, it's still a little Old Testament. That means it's still dependent. There's still flesh. What's the main point of the New Testament? Of the Holy Spirit working in our hearts? It's to see the flesh. What is the circumcision, right? What's the flesh that's severe? Self-glory is one of the highest flesh. When Nimrod said, let's build a name for ourselves. That's, that I want to, so I'm great, greatness. Mm, greatness. 
And you know, greatness is on different levels. I can, I can have greatness that I can dress well. I'm a great... Is that a sign or is that a sign? <laughs> All right. I'm a great... Fantastic. So, you came in time. Yourself were ordered. So, I can say, okay, I'm a, I'm a fantastic singer. Abby? Now, I, you're about to go to the stage with most of the world. And you're losing. You know, you say, look at the first minister, the second one. Uh, you're better. Now, you, you, it's you they've been waiting for. Guess what? The world has even arranged itself a way that self glory. It has been arranged that way. So that you have to do like this. You have to delineate. You have to remove yourself. And he loves that. He loves it because at that point, you're reflecting the glory. So sometimes God will allow it to pour so that you can actually reflect it back. So sometimes you can't, so that you can reflect it back. In Acts 14, don't go there. You know the way Paul, I'm just talking this on I think this is the point where I want to put my hand in his pockets. Can I get an amen? Okay. Don't worry, I'm just joking. No. Don't mind me. In Acts 14, they heal Paul and they said Zeus and Hermes. Abby? They've come to us. Gods have come to us. So, no matter, everybody is good at something. Every one of us. And you'll be healed. But that's not the issue. The main issue is where is the healing landing? That's the main issue. That's, that's the manifestation of the kingdom. And like I said, the title can be mistaken. That's the manifestation of the kingdom. Is hey, you know why? It's possible you'll be in front of 10 presidents doing a presentation. Mm? You'll do it the same way you do it if it was 10 gate, man, gate men. If our heart is the way it should be. Because if it's the, you will always be respectful because you are, because you are respectful. You will do it well because you do it well. Because God, I don't know if you get what I mean. That means you are who you are. By who God is. Because it's the disposition of God that determines. Not being reactionary. And we must be full of the love of God. To do that. Is extremely free and does. You know how the enemy catches people? He'll come and say, There's something for you. You know when they want to deceive you? You know all those funny schemes? They say, You make shaka money. Okay, give me, sorry, give me 5 million now. You make 50 million. <laughs> something nice, something. And if, if you are not falling for it, you make 500 million. <laughs> you understand? So you're like, hmm. you go back and say, hmm. 
five meter, huh? Hmm. Hmm. You know the pride, hmm? Do you like yeah, you start calculating what you can buy? Where you can travel to. Abi? You even say, ah, I will even I will even fund something for Bible study. Because religious, you know what I'm saying? Religious mind. Hmm? Our religious mind. We use religion to coat the flesh. I, I don't know if you understand. Because this, this is our own. Our own is that we use Bible and religion to. I'm serious though. Because you, that's where the enemy, and the enemy knows that that's the angle to get. You can say, ah, Even God understands. Even, uh, even God will hail you. Hmm. Well. So, those guys tore their clothes, right? That means they didn't just, they saw it as a serious matter. It was a threat to their joy. It was a threat to the life of God that they were enjoying. It says, since you have given authority. As we read this thing, I'm just going to read and I want you to see something. I want you to see how many times Jesus is saying, you, 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 inside the scripture. Just watch it. So it says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that the son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority. So what did Jesus do? He acknowledged that all his authority came from him, right? Over all flesh. To give eternal life to all whom Hey, dummy. Oh, good to see you. Where? Are you sure you don't need to sit down on... Hi, good to see you. All right. To give... Are we there? To give eternal life to all whom... So, Jesus saved people and says, You, Father. You're the one that gave me to save them. And this is the eternal life that they and it says the only true God and Jesus Christ whom he's talking about himself. But he's talking about himself from the view of God. I I, I don't it's like come and say, Father, your son is here before you. <laughs> it's me who saying, you understand? He says, I glorified you on earth. I glorified you. Having accomplished the work that gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in in your presence with the glory that I had with So, what let's just continue. I've manifested So, what God what, so Jesus if you want to know God how do we know God? Jesus! You want to say Jesus, Jesus is a people knew Jesus by the things he did though. They knew him as a fantastic teacher. But is that who Jesus is? They knew him as a fantastic healer. Everybody can acknowledge that. Muslims can acknowledge that. Abi, I know Isa. They knew him as the fantastic prophet. But is that who he is? He's God. But is he man? He's man. So how is he God and man? He manifested God by he himself removing himself while being dead. He was there and he removed himself. That's Galatians 2.20. I am there, but I'm not there. You must have the two, because it says, I've been crucified with Christ, right? Nevertheless, I live. So, I live means that we're not passive. So, it's not a case of I'm crucified with Christ, 
I don't do anything anymore. I think I'll not go to work. I'll not. I'll just. I'll be crucified with Christ. I'm on my. I'm on my bed crucified with Christ. No. He says, nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Meaning that the power with which I use my faculty is not my own power. That's why the Christian work is very fun because you might be used to activity, activity. God will not come and say, calm down. Calm. Then you're not sure that you not think that he's shutting down. God will not say, yeah, run. I said, I thought you said He said, come on, get up and move. He said, I thought we're coming down now. The reason is because in the Old Testament, we're used to walking with our energy. God will not say, come, calm down. Start learning to walk with my energy. That learning process, it takes a little bit of calming down. He said, calm down to learn. Let me reconfigure you. Then as you are learning, I say, start going now with my energy. Today, I was, in, I, was in, I was in a meeting today. It was a very funny meeting. Very funny. A woman was making a presentation. Hmm? I filled up something somewhere. All this travel, whatever. They now told me I won, whatever. I don't know. So the, 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 so the woman was feeling something. Eh? And, sorry, the woman was giving a presentation. She now, a, a baby was crying. She's trying to present to the parents. And the baby, right? She's hosting them. The baby was crying. She just looked at the first She told her now. Generally, that's what I mean for me. I can jot something down. I think I jotted powerful boss. I was like, I don't Because I said, God, this flesh, no go. I said, I said, this flesh. She was presenting. She wanted to hold it. She said, at some point, you have to take the baby out. I said, ah. That's the person you're. That's the person you're presenting to. You're chasing her out, but because she said the baby was distracting her flow of thoughts. But the purpose for that flow of thought, you can see flesh. Ah, I just said I said God, that flesh no embarrassment. <laughs> Sorry, well, God will. God will. We are of the spirit. Right? So, I manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were. I sinned. And you gave them to me. And they have kept. Everything is your, your, your. Everything is. So, Jesus lived that way. It says, now they know that everything that you have given me <laughs> now they know that everything you have given me is from you. You know, the truth, you know, what I'm really trying to talk about is that God is the source, He's the sustainer, and He's the Not the things. The things will come as we are, but is re- that's He is our hope. So then we're not holding on to anything too tightly. For I have given them the words that you gave me. His teachings, right? I've given them, I've given them the words. He removed himself. I've given them the words that you gave. And they have received them and have come to know in truth that I came from you. So good. And they have believed that you sent me. I'm praying for them. 
So if you read, give me the last, give me the last verse, just because of time. Let me run to the last verse. Give me the last verse. Last verse says, "I make, I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known." So remember the name. What whose name are we living for? Don't just answer with mouth. Think on it. As you get back on this, think on it. Think on it that whose name? Whose name? Whose name? I made known to them your name. And I'll continue to make it known. That the love with which I hope nobody is feeling condemned. This point of this is anything but condemnation, right? And what is condemnation? When flesh, when we use flesh to manifest the things of the Spirit, you know what will happen? Condemnation. There's a way that someone can lead prayer. Hmm? And at the end, God will say, I can't pray like this person. That's what they finally understood. And there's a way someone will lead prayer. And they're just consumed by God. So, there's a, the other day, Geraldine was leading, I think you were leading prayer. And she said that you will receive life. And she made one statement, I'll paraphrase, I can't remember how she put it. But the statement was this, that, what is life? Life is the pleasure of God. When, life is when someone can see that God has come to help. That's life. That's life. That God has come to help me. That's life. For that person. When we've come to help, that's life. Sometimes when we've come to demand, you demand that this person can deliver on what they're demanding. I say, I'm even demanding, I'm demanding long hair from you, Lara. You cannot give me long hair, give me short hair. Lara will not be condemned. You know that I know. Lara doesn't care. <laughs> You're smiling. <laughs> I know that's the last thing you care about right now. It says, that the love with which you have loved me may be in them. Right? Are you seeing that? That the love with which you have loved me may be in them. The goal is that his love will be in us. Because why would I want to go to the cross? Love is the only thing that can lead me there. Why would I want to why they're abusing someone and I want to go and join the person to be abused with the person? Why would I want to bear with it in his shame? Love. I'm like, I love this person so much. Please abuse me and equa. I'm I'm with her. Hmm. Equalicious. That's you know how to receive love. Now it is knowing that's the love of God. So when they say you've not accomplished this this, hmm? How many people sometimes here yeah, the enemy will come and tell you? Maybe you don't know he's the enemy. I look at you. Look at where your mates are, see where you are. <laughs> What we're talking about the final they say look at how much money they made last year. Look at you. Look at what you made. <laughs> look at all the people you started with when you started. See where they are, see where you are. Look at how what age that person married. You there's no there's nobody in there. 
if by now you've not started this business, by the next three years, how can you ever accomplish your plan? So, you realize that those things, you just think you can be done. That's how it is. And you know that's why sometimes it's all like this to make you intensify. Take you away from prayer. Take you away from the word. Take you away from fellowship. Take you away from... Because you're like, ah! There's no time. That's exactly where he will have us be. In that place, this is a position of no rest. <laughs> and when there's no rest, I love the fact, you are just speaking everything I was speaking in the spirit because in that retreat, it's rest. We'll rest. We'll rest in that retreat. We'll rest because we need to rest. Many people need to rest. Not, we need to rest. Please tell your neighbor, rest. <laughs> It's like, it's like some of you need rest. Right? <laughs> we need to, and the enemy will say, the enemy is a, the taskmaster. He'll say, oh yeah. 4 a.m. Get up. <laughs> and there's so many things going on. I say, run faster. And remember, I'm not the rest I'm talking about is what is the rest of us? Trusting God's word. Alone. See, you know, that you trust God's word. Hmm? Then you, you now have space for understanding. You know why we live by faith and not by understanding? Because understanding still has gap. Because you don't understand everything. Because okay, you've not understood this one now. But if you channel your energy on understanding. That's the angle he will now use. He will now say, you don't understand this one now. Then you pursue it, you will now say, you don't understand this one now. As soon as you now labels to understand that one, you will now want another new, say this one now. You don't understand this one. Then there's a way you can understand, I say, hey. I, <laughs> so, I guess what? You go and maybe with great man, do you understand this? Once you say yes, you say, hey, great man understand this, now I don't understand this. Michael, do you understand? Ah, you understand this, now I don't understand this. So, you not saying you not saying because you don't understand. That's why your life is where you are. Do not tell you when you're not getting results. It's because of Meanwhile, it is the love of Jesus that motivates us to even pursue him. It's not the love of flesh. It's not that I want to show that I'm spiritually grown. I will now act flesh. Let's read one scripture and I'll just end. Like I said, I don't think I even read, but we get the gist, right? That's what matters. Because manifesting the kingdom, manifesting God, because Jesus had to go to the cross. Had to go to the cross. Matthew 12. He had to go to the cross. What is the cross? It is the experience of revelation. Is the experience of help? Hmm? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I like your shirt. <laughs> let me let me build suspense as a flesh. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'll get to it now. Help me scroll down. Who is here? Who is DJ? Okay, help me get to. Just keep going now. No, no, no. Slowly, slowly now. You can slow. Yeah, help me go up, up a bit. 
up. No, 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 as in down. Okay, you've gotten to the end, Abby. Right? Okay, go down, go down, still, still. Still. After this pack, the next pack. Yes, here. Six pack. Okay. Are you ready? Then, you know one of the things you do when you're teaching is you, <laughs> you stay on focus. You struggle to stay. Harold, why did you tell me I'm going to record all this drama? And I'll come to say, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it says, Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish. Tell your neighbor we wish. No, no, you didn't hear I said it. We, we wish to see a sign from you. <laughs> you know, we wish. So, I can go and meet Unso. Unso, you've been playing something, but Unso, I wish to hear something. You know, something. Give me something. No, not light in this case, but yeah, so you know, we wish so meaning that Jesus was already doing what Jesus was doing, right? But their eye hmm, their eye wanted to see something. They wanted to see something. We wish to see a sign from you. <laughs> But he answered them, an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. What is Jesus saying? He's saying that, is he saying signs are bad? Absolutely not. Signs are not bad. Signs point you to reality. But sometimes, most times you shouldn't demand signs over demanding him. You are seeing the son of God himself. Then I go and see him. I forget him. I'm saying, I wish to see a sign. Who said that's the sign? Fantastic. You got it. That's the sign. We, we see... I don't know if you get what I mean. There are many times when you already have something. You already have something. The enemy will come and tell you, the enemy's goal is to make you think you don't have that thing. So you can go, that, go to that thing and say, you wish... You wish I have, I don't know if you get what I mean. You, you can go and meet someone and say, I'm so high, I wish you were good. Yeah, we're already, we're already good. Are we? What am I wishing? Again. But he answered them, an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. But no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. But just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of, the, of a great fish. So will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So, what was the sign of Jonah? And see what he says. He says, the men of Nineveh, what was the sign of Jonah? The sign of Jonah is that God's truth is God's truth. You cannot circumvent God's truth no matter how much you don't like it. So Jonah God gave Jonah his word. But Jonah built, right? Jonah built. God, to show that 
He's speaking about his word. He controlled even fish. God can orchestrate everything to say, my word is my word. I'm behind my word. So that Jonah will be fully convinced. So Jonah had a dealing. What was the point of that dealing? To give Jonah a revelation of the faithfulness of God to his word. Was to give Jonah the, re- the experience, personal experience. So what's the sign that we're always looking for? Revelation. That's why I said is the experience. Is the re- so the sign I should look for is not an external sign. What he's saying is that is an internal sign. Is a revelation. What I'm looking for is not, in the New Testament, what I'm looking for is not the external sign. It's not the external sign. It's the revelation. It's what he has said. Because at the point where what he has said is to be enough for me, I will cast away what he has said. And I will keep looking for a prophet. God has clearly stated in his word, you're my child. So I'm looking for someone, and someone will just come and tell me, you're the child of God. I'm like, oh, wow. Wow, what? I'm the child of God. He's, he has already said it now. So sometimes, our issue is that, give me, give me something I can feel. Give me a sign. I'm not despising prophets. I hope you know. Give me a sign. He has already given us his word. The men of Nineveh will rise up at judgment with this generation and condemn it for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater and Jonah is here. What is he saying? Jesus himself has revealed God. He is. Something, who is something greater than Jonah? Jesus. And he's God. He revealed God. He didn't only do signs. He didn't only like heal. He didn't only do things. He is greater than. Something greater is here. Is God himself that matters most. The queen of she, the queen of self will rise up at at a judgment with the generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, what, what, what was the experience of Solomon? Solomon had an experience of the wisdom of God. And th- that wisdom was demonstrated in his kingdom, right? That means Solomon had God gave him something that other people didn't have in terms of reality. And Jesus is saying that something greater than Solomon is here. Why I'm saying this is that many times in terms of preaching, hmm? to some, there's some preaching we'll be able to preach, some will not be able to preach, but it doesn't change God. With teaching, there are many things you understand, there are many things you will not understand. But it doesn't change God. With healing, the times you pray, you get healed. There are some cases we don't experience that healing. But it doesn't change God. Deliver. It doesn't change God. The message of the New Testament is that God, Jesus, is God. And by relying on Him, we can constantly, constantly, not up and down. Because in experience, constantly, 
manifest God. And one of the ways is that I'll rejoice even when I don't understand. That means I'm going through an experience that is that is because what is suffering? You know, you know, suffering really is not getting glory. When when there's a glory that the soul can want. For instance, there's a way you can feel like I'm not appreciated. I want to feel appreciated. You understand? So when my soul is not getting that feeling, it can ache like I'm suffering. Meanwhile, it's because of the want of self-glory. So imagine that we're able to praise God in the midst of that. What's happening is that we're manifesting God. We're manifesting God. That's what it means to be a son of God. Because you know why? When you talk about the gifts of the Spirit and the things of God, even the fruit of the Spirit, this is why love is a big deal. Because how do we manifest love? To manifest God is to manifest love. How does that happen? That happens by completely staying on the realm of God. Not even on the realm of understanding many times. Imagine you pray for someone. Hmm? Or you pray for someone who is demon-possessed and the demon starts laughing. Like the example our brother shared. Abby, start laughing. What did you say that? At that point, will you now say, ah, the prayer did not work. <laughs> you can't think that way because prayer always works. Because God always is. So, you will always just stay at that realm of God and continue and rejoice. Because our rejoicing is our affirming that His word is that He alone, His report alone. And no, nothing will resist His report. And even if by God's will, nothing, maybe that's His will, no problem. But, it, doesn't, it won't change the fact that we absolutely trust Him. It will keep us in a perpetual state of things. Will, in fact, it will, it will empower us to, to, uh, to approach life. So we're not approaching every day already defeatist, already thinking, how can I just... Once the enemy can get us like that, that's already, that's already silenced the faith. We're not just saying, oh... Like, I'm avoiding, you understand? Caution, I'm avoiding pain, avoiding suffering, avoiding, avoiding uh, rejection, avoiding, let me not go and say something that is now not, I'm avoiding mistake, avoiding, so, the whole life will be avoided, thank you. So, I think we'll just conclude with this. Um, Jesus is greater than Solomon. Um, I think the body really to share is just is just this. Please don't get distracted. Let me just conclude. Is that in the New Testament, for the New Testament kingdom, what 
makes manifesting God in other ways. Fantastic is that it is actually God that is doing it in and through us, right? And it's for his glory. So we can absolutely just rest in his love. We can absolutely just rest in the fact that God will not change. In the fact that God didn't only want to manifest himself through things, but through us, ourselves. Because you might be going through an experience, and everything is telling you, this experience you are going through, you are not enjoying what other people are enjoying. You are not manifesting what other people are manifesting. Meanwhile, that experience, as you are rejoicing through it, you are the manifestation. You're becoming, you're trusting God through it and changing. That's the manifestation. That's, that's the ultimate manifestation. You know how you, you test this doctrine? I always test things with beginning and end. Look at Revelation, when we get to heaven. Which kind of teaching? We flow there. What kind of? Everything will be, all these things will be done, Abby. What will be the focus? God and the people of God that they have become. That they are the bride of Christ. He said, I saw a bride coming out. The God and his, and what makes his people? He is in them. And they are fully submitted to him. It is as we abide in things like this, that when he starts putting things, like the things of God will start flowing. You know, be like, hmm. When I'm not seeking the things and I'm seeking him, then the things are more abundant because God knows that he has a heart. And that's why he said in John John 14, just to conclude with that scripture, John 14, 23, he says, Hi. John 14, 23. He says there that And you know what's sweet about this? What's sweet about this is that it will give us confidence to do things. Because you feel like there's nothing to lose now. I have God any which ways. I'm in change any which ways. God tells you to start a bit. You start a bit. You go and, you go and preach. They can say, hey, what's your confidence? I have God. But I don't know if you get what I mean. You now realize that. That's it. Because normally, the world usually will tell you, you have to do this, do this before you become worthy, right? Before you become able to do that. Meanwhile, that is a kind of thinking for a level. At a level is when you realize that you can because of what God has done for you, because of who you are in God. That's when you just decide to. There are many people that say, well, you, you can't sing because you don't have a pretty voice. We've seen some people that sing. And it's, you know, the, the singing is not, by, it's not by voice. Their singing is not by voice, right? Then people now say, eh, you can't sing. We just give only these two people space. We give this one because, just because they are unique. How did they know they were how did they know they were unique? If they didn't just forget about what people were saying, right? So we shouldn't let the opinions of men hold us back from actually following God. Jesus said, Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he'll keep my word. 
if anyone loves me, right? So ultimately, the whole point of all these things is obeying him. Is obeying him. Because obeying him is living what I'm seeing as the way to follow him. But is love. If anyone loves me, loves me, he'll keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. So there are many manifestations that we would enjoy while we're in God, right? But the point is not just to be chasing those things. The point is to just abide in him. Did this is well? Let's just bow our heads. Thank you for listening. If you have been blessed by today's message, please like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel.